Hey, thanks for checking out today's episode. Before we jump in, if you'd like even more freelancing secrets completely free, be sure to head on over to learnwithjohn.com and jump on my freelance secrets newsletter because I regularly share secrets for getting more clients and building a thriving freelance business gleaned from my nearly two decades as a freelancer. So if you want to shortcut the time it takes you to go freelance full time and get the lifestyle you're after, you won't want to miss those secrets. You can get that newsletter by going to learnwithjohn.com. Again, that's learnwithjohn.com. Now, on to the episode. We all know the importance of a first impression, but I think people often forget just how important a last impression is as well. Have you ever had that happen? You have a great experience with someone, you're feeling good, and then something happens that leaves a bad taste in your mouth. And it ultimately ends up souring the whole experience. And worst of all, because it's the last thing that happens, there's no way for them to make up for it. Now, imagine that's a client who you want to give you a referral or you want to hire you again. Do you think that's going to happen? Not likely. So offboarding is just as important as onboarding, in my opinion. Just like you create a welcome package for onboarding, you should, you should create a closeout package for offboarding because we leave nothing to chance. We don't wait for business growth to happen. We make it happen. And along with offboarding your clients and leaving them with a good last impression, which will help your business grow, you can also give clients explicit reasons to give you repeat business and referrals. That is you making growth happen. All that said then, there are six things at a minimum I recommend you include in your offboarding package. First is usage instructions, a guarantee, feedback, future contact, future business, and referral. So we're gonna cover each one of these. First off with usage instructions. Now this might not apply for you, but if it does, you wanna give your clients clear instructions on the proper way to use whatever you've created for them. In fact, the majority of the problems that might arise after you work on their project can typically be alleviated by some simple usage instructions. For me, it's typically a video explaining how to create their content so it shows up properly on the site that I created for them. Things on editing pages, managing updates, and so forth. Giving them a video or some kind of instructions keeps them from having to constantly ask you and constantly bug you. So better for them, better for you. Now, a pro tip, it might make sense for you to turn those instructions into some kind of course. Now, I haven't done this, but I could easily flesh out mine and turn it into a course on building a membership site for WordPress. That then could become a course that I sell, a value add for my service to increase the value of my offer, and again, those instructions for clients. That is maximizing your time and effort. Matter of fact, you talked me into it. I just might do that. All right, second up is guarantee. So I always give my clients a 60-day guarantee on all my work. It helps take the, the stress off that final payment. A lot of clients feel like they'll make that final payment and then you'll just abandon them. So they delay and they delay and delay. They find things wrong. They nitpick. They're not really trying to be mean, but they just don't want abandoned. So a simple, I'll fix it if I broke it guarantee helps alleviate all of that. Now you do have to be careful I'm explicit that the guarantee covers work I did. So I build Word, WordPress sites. So if they install a bunch of plugins or change a bunch of stuff, change out their theme and do all these changes, that's on them. But the work I did, I will cover. Number three then is feedback. 
So you want to ask for their feedback on the project experience overall because this does a number of things. First, it lets them break up any issues so you can address them and do everything that you can to leave them with a great last impression so you get those referrals and repeat business. Second, that feedback helps you identify problems in your delivery that you can correct for future clients so you're always getting better. And finally, it's a good way to subtly collect testimonials. If their feedback is glowing, simply follow up and ask if you can post their feedback on your website and voila, you've got a new testimonial. So always ask for feedback, whether it's positive or negative, it's always going to benefit your business. Four is future contact. So just give them some idea of how, when, how often, etc. they can contact you going forward. It's sort of setting ground rules a little bit because otherwise they'll just typically feel like they can contact you however they want. So just specify how you want that done going forward so they know uh, and they can do that. Number five is future business. So here's where we get into the nitty gritty a little bit of growing your business. You want to give clients really good reasons to hire you again and again and again. That's where the money is made in a service business. Of course, your delivery is a big part of that. It's the foundation. Without a high quality delivery, nothing else really matters. However, a high quality delivery doesn't guarantee that they'll hire you again. They might go price shopping in the future. So I like to incentivize repeat business. I offer all my clients a 20% discount on any future work. So if a client pays me 5K for a site, every site after that is 4K for them. So that's a significant discount for them. But for me, I'd rather get the 4K than never get their business again, especially when it becomes 4K, 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 and so on. I'd be dumb not to take that. It also gives them a logical reason to just go with you in the future, to not even price shop in the first place. You might say something like, well, I might as well just hire John again because I get the discount. I don't have to do all the interviews again. I know he's good, etc." Now you don't have to do this. You don't have to give them a discount and your discount, or if you do, your discount doesn't have to be as big as mine, but I do strongly recommend doing something. It helps you lock in that future business, which is so critical to your growth. And if we know it's that critical, why not do something to incentivize it, to, to push it uh, and make sure it happens. All right, number six and the final one is referrals. So referrals are really similar to repeat business. There are three kinds of referrals you can get. You can get natural referrals, you can get solicited referrals, and you can get incentivized referrals. So natural referrals are ones clients just give you without asking. They're so amazed by your service that they can't help but talking about you. They're definitely the best kind to get and the ones that you should ultimately strive for. But of course, again, we leave nothing to chance. So there's solicited referrals. And these are referrals you explicitly ask for. Why? When I used to do outbound sales, this was always a part of the process. Even if you didn't make a sale, you'd still always ask for referrals. And we had a sheet where we just ask people, do you mind writing down the names and numbers of five people who you think would be interested in our product? And you can say it different ways, but that's generally how we would do it. And we would make them tell us no. Now, you don't have to be that aggressive with it. You can just include a PDF where clients can enter that info into your offboard uh, and include that in your offboarding package. At the very least, them looking at it will plant the seed in their head. Finally, there's incentivized referrals. If you want, you can offer existing clients an incentive for referring other clients to you. So offer them a 10 or 20% commission for any work they send your way, as an example. In my case, that'd be 
$1,000. So essentially the $1,000 that I was going to give to them for repeat business, I'll also give it to them if they send me other clients. And that's a pretty damn good in incentive, especially if your client had a really great experience with you. It's almost a no brainer for them to refer you because it's an easy $1,000 for them to make. So just add that to the referral PDF that we talked about before. Just add the incentive into that um, and then you'll be good to go. So again, you don't have to do this, but it's a great way to drum up business, especially when you're brand new and it's hard getting new clients. So every client you get, you really want to try and maximize it from a referral point of view. So you can get your often well-connected clients to do it for you and you can really kind of work your way into a network and an industry that way. So that's the offboarding process and how to explicitly ask for repeat business and referrals. Again, it all goes back to the delivery. If you want hired again and again and again and you want referrals, the client has to have a great experience. But once you have that, you can use these techniques to easily secure future business. So that's also it for the delivery side of things. Next up, we're going to start digging into marketing and selling your service. And we're gonna be getting into building your services sales page. Now that's probably gonna take a few of these episodes because it's a big task, but we'll tackle it bit by bit and build you a sales page that will turn prospects into clients. So be sure to be on the lookout for the next episode. Also, lesson 13 in my Beginner's Guide to Freelance course shows you my highest performing services sales page. And I've tried lots of different things over the years, but this format was my best performing. So again, if you wanna skip ahead and you wanna dig even deeper into creating a sales page that'll bring you new clients, check out that lesson. As I've said, this, the course is up on Skillshare, so you can access, without pay, uh, access it without paying for it. All the details on all of that is at myjohn.us slash Skillshare, and I'll drop a link in the description as well. All right, that'll do it for this episode. If you're not subscribed yet, then you might wanna do that so that you can see all of the future episodes and not miss any of those. And if you know anybody who would benefit from this information, I'd really appreciate it if you would share this with them. You know, I wanna grow my audience and meet more freelancers that I can help. I genuinely enjoy teaching and helping freelancers and seeing the success that they create. So if you wouldn't mind helping me find those people, I'd really appreciate that. All right, that's it. We'll talk to you next time.